Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit bj's.com slash newalbany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with Recapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Welcome, welcome back to Recapture. This is Essence Monet, and I have here today my lovely mom. Hi, Essence. Hello, Sunshine, everyone in the listening audience. Yes, we are here for another broadcast of Recapture. Uh, I say it every week. I am just so thankful, so excited elated and excited to be in your car, in your home, in your listening ear on this morning. On last week, we were talking about a serious topic on overdose, and today we are going to continue the conversation. Bring you guys some more information. Yes, I, I said on the last broadcast that... I was really kind of like going through it, and I was just a little bit nervous, essence, because I was like, I, I, I was hoping, oh gosh, I hope I keep my composure, and um, I held it together. You were with me, uh, holding the reins. So, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of our listening audience, for tuning in every week, uh, also for going to subscribe to listen to the podcast and to share the information again and again. So if you've not done that, yes, go to our website, www.psdiamondcelebration.com. You can subscribe to get information on what we're doing in the community. And also, if you want to share how this has impact they go to our website and leave us a comment mm. okay definitely definitely would love feedback definitely would love feedback and so um we're going to be kind of continuing on and going a little bit deeper um from what we were discussing last week and i know last week you said that uh, you heard someone say um when it comes to people um who, who who become addicted to a substance or dependent upon a substance, they 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 felt like they did it to themselves, um, and you know we don't agree with that. I think it's all different types of things that can happen that that person can end up in a particular sub, uh, circumstance. So, what are what are some 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 factors or things that may happen along those lines? And you know how how does this come about sometimes? Okay, some uh, risk factors uh, that determine overdose includes um, 
history of mental disorders. Uh, mental disorders can uh, be a risk factor to drug overdose, depression, suicidal thoughts can be overdose triggers. Um, this is true if the person are having some mental health issues that are not being treated, um, not storing drugs properly. Um, improperly stored drugs can be easy targets for small children mm. who are curious and tend to put things in their mouths. It's easy for children to get into and accidentally overdose on drugs that aren't properly sealed and stored away. So that's another component of overdose. Um, children may accidentally take yeah, a drug. I, yeah, people, I guess I, that's not the first thing that will come to mind when you think about drug overdose. You wouldn't think of a child, you know, um, just being curious and accidentally taking something. Um, but, okay. It's uh, not knowing the following dosage instructions. Even adults can overdose on medications if they don't follow the instructions. Accidentally taking too much or taking uh, your doses sooner than directed can easily lead to an overdose of a drug that is otherwise safe for you. So I guess it's saying not taking it, okay, say every 12 hours, right. but you took it every six hours or something like that. That's what I think that was uh, what it is um, speaking of or alluding to. Another risk factor is misuse or addiction, intentionally misusing drugs or using illicit drugs can put you at risk for a drug overdose, particularly if it happens often or you become addicted. It, the risk increases if you um, multiply drugs, mix different drugs, or use them with alcohol. And so what's, what, what always is interesting to me when, when discussing um, substance use and abuse is kind of the societal perceptions of it, that different phases in different places in life, certain things to be seem to be more accepted, more or less accepted, depending on where you are. And I just find it interesting. Um, I cannot recall exactly the context of the conversation, but I was talking to a healthcare professional, and they were saying, yeah, X, Y, Z behaviors, those those are not behaviors um, that are healthy, right? And then I was going back and sharing with the peer, oh, yeah, I was talking to this healthcare professional, and they said, basically, you know, these things should be avoided. And my peer's response was, that's that's college days. That's just, that's just what happens in college. And so um, I'm very big on the mental health component of it and I think your perception of where you are in life and what's acceptable for you is a is a big relevance in how you approach things um that for youth in particular they may not feel the need to get help because this is you know what's going on around them you know and you don't also know how you're going to be affected by the drug use right it's like oh I'm in college I'm making my own decisions, and we're not minimizing the college experience. There's some beautiful things that goes on. People mature, make career decisions. But if you're saying, hey, my mama not around, my daddy not here, I'm going to live it up, you don't know how you are going to be affected by that drug. 10, 20 years down the line, you are addicted, and those people that was partying up with you, they're having successful businesses, successful careers, mm. and you have become Addicted, so I understand what your peers saying. We, 
we have to be careful not to normalize right. some activities. And that's just a part that's just a part of like that's the, the rite of passage. Yes. Mm, yes. For, because for some people it won't be a rite of passage. Yes. And that's I know that's something that um you had shared with me before that, you know, um I don't know, it's like it's sometimes uh discussing substance abuse and use is, is one of those taboo topics is like sex is it only takes one time and that's kind of <laughs> how it equates in my mind you know <laughs> say it only takes one time to to make a baby and so it only takes one time to kind of get you on a particular path and um more so on the mental health component um uh, when in reference to intentional misuse is that is it's it are you saying that it's a like a coping me- mechanism that that people sometimes indulge is that is that what is that it's saying um depression and suicidal thoughts can be overdose triggers okay so okay okay that makes sense so and um i just think that we will um give a phone number the samsa um hotline number is one eight hundred six six two help. One eight hundred six six two four three five seven. Um, to um, and that's the um, substance abuse and mental health services administration. Yes. Yeah, so to get help for your uh, addiction issues, um, get help. One eight hundred. And we'll keep the conversation going. Yeah, so uh, I know we're talking about overdose. Um, What are are some symptoms of of overdose? The symptoms of overdose, uh, it's predicated on a couple of things. Um, Depending on the person, the drug, the amount taken. But here are some overall symptoms that one can be looking for. Um, Before we get the symptoms, I do also want to share a phone number, very important phone number uh, for the Suicide Prevention Hotline. We're saying get help. The Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Yes, that is so powerful, Essence. Thank you for correcting me. Yes, the suicide prevention, it is a lifeline. We're talking about depression and suicidal thoughts, but if you are experiencing any of these things, seek the help, the lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. Again, it's 1-800-273-8255. And you know what? I promise you this just came to my mind. Pray. But I know that we want to provide cl- clinical information. Right. And, and listen, we don't try Jesus later. We try Jesus first. Okay, can I get a witness? I'm just saying okay. that. Okay. Yes, we do. I, I promise you this is my life and this is what I live. But we want to yes. give resources to trained professionals to support you. It's a, it's a, it's a suicide lifeline. That's what it says. It's a lifeline. Yes. And so the symptoms we talked about, it depends on the person, the drug, the amount taken. Um, but some overall symptoms is nausea, va- uh, vomiting, drowsiness, loss of consciousness, trouble breathing, difficulty walking, 
agitation, aggression, or violence, enlarged pupils, tremors, convulsions, hallucinations, or delusions. You should seek a medical, immediate medical help if you have these symptoms or witness them in someone else and suspect they may have overdosed. The most obvious way to tell if these symptoms indicate overdose is if you know you have taken drugs or have seen someone else taking drugs, get medical help quickly. That can make a big difference. And I would say, I would say that if if it, if if it is of your own personal conviction um, to kind of step up in a situation, do so. I mean, we live, we're in Houston, Texas. When there's heat advisories, there's all type of information. The bullet points on um, the signs, um, the signs and symptoms. I, I guess it would be of dehydration and how to stay hydrated um, and things of that nature. So when there's a heat advisory, you're keeping a lookout. Um, you know, and when you're in college, then they have the informationals and how to identify alcohol poisoning, and they give you these little magnets and things like that for you to have a reminder. Well, well, well so this is the same thing. This is the same information. We are we are in critical times. We are in very critical times, and you know, stepping up and saying something and getting involved, you know, could be the difference for life and death for someone. Um, if you if you are a family member of someone who, who's in recovery. You know, take take these notes down here so you have the information and you can kind of know some things to look at. Now, I would say if you are someone who is a family member um, that's in, on their recovery journey, don't use discretion and wisdom and uh, don't kind of be paranoid about it. You know, if let's see, let me see that uh, over there. Uh, you know, um, if they're, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, with drowsiness and drowsiness is a, is a big one for drug use. Period. Not even just overdose, but you know, just use some discernment, and um, it can almost be a trigger to be accused or to for something to be suggested, and it's not the case because it's like. Yeah, why, why, why are you saying this? I, I've been on track. Well, that, what, I what I would say is that, that the information that we're uh, going over says if you know that someone, um, the most obvious way to tell someone is overdosing is if you know the person is taking drugs or if you've seen someone else take drugs. And I would say this, that I, I remember reading a story about a person who died from a drug overdose and the person was in their bed just sleeping, snoring, sleep. I mean, just really, and the person... Uh, who found them didn't really know how to, well, you know, I'm going to let them sleep it off. But the answer is, is what you said, get information. We're going over symptoms essence right now. We're sharing with other symptoms. You know someone is taking drugs or you know the person is a user of drugs and they're having convulsions and you're, oh, you're trying to say, what happened, what happened, what did you do, what are you taking? You know the person is, is addicted to drugs. Call 911. And that's what you're saying, you know, there's informationals, they're giving you the symptoms and the signs, and that person was like, I just was going to let them sleep it off. Well, today we say no. You right. you, you seek it's, immediate help. Yeah. You call 911. And so it's like in, in the in the TV shows, I was just watching a show, show yesterday, um, the guy, his, the characters, the characters, um, 
the wife, the wife, you know, had been in out of treatment facilities, and he comes home and he sees the empty pill bottle. He immediately springs into action. My wife overdosed. He's like, there's supposed to be pills in here. They're not pills in here. She's laying on the floor, passed out. There we go. Um, but before we run out of time, I do want us to finish getting this information out. Um, so I, I know you, um, we could talk about treatment. Okay, yes, Essence. Thank you so much. Uh, treatment for drug overdose, It there's so many factors uh, that we have to take into consideration. Do you know how much the drug the person has taken? Uh, that can be extremely helpful. But we're just going to give you some uh, general steps that healthcare providers say that you can use clearing the airway or inserting a breathing tube when there is a problem with breathing, giving activated charcoal, which acts in the digestive tract to absorb the drug. That's great. Inducing vomiting to remove the substance from the stomach, pumping the stomach to remove the substance from the stomach, giving intravenous fluids to help speed up the body's removal of uh, the substance. And this this sounds like information um, healthcare providers give. Um, healthcare providers may be able to use an antidote for certain drug overdoses. Um, out uh, and this is uh, something called the uh, the Narcon drug that can help re- reverse the effects of heroin overdose. And they said they say um, in our information that we're saying yes that it's something uh, healthcare providers use, but also it's something that is. Some people are Narcan trained. And, oh, okay. um, so in the community, uh, uh, sometimes I resident an expert, Monica Strange, she got the training and got certified in providing, they call that the Lazarus drug. So to help people and reverse the effects of overdose. And so we did talk about treatment. We Last week we talked about what an overdose is. Um. But I want to. What about um, talk about prevention? Yes, yes. Essence, thank you. Preventing an overdose. Overdoses can be prevented in many ways. Um, it's to remove the opportunities for accidental overdose or triggers mm. for intentional overdose in the first place. So when we talked about earlier, for children having those medications uh, securely stored. Um, Make sure all the medications, both prescription and over-counter, are kept out of reach. You said you said uh, the prevention is to prevent... What, what was that sentence? I didn't catch it all the way. Preventing... Um, the, it says the, the best way to prevent it, yes, to prevent the opportunity you, from you, coming. You, you know, when I was younger, you always... You, well, I wouldn't say always, but I recall one time you told me, um, seeing occurs when opportunity meets I can't remember do you remember what you were saying because I think it's kind of a perfect parallel for for what you just said but go ahead I'm sorry just saying the best method is to remove the opportunity for accidental overdose or triggers for intentional overdose so if you're having a mental health issue seek help if you have medication make sure they're securely stored if you use prescriptions, be sure to use them as directed um, by your doctor. Don't go to buy medications without asking your doctor if it's safe. Even when you go to the pharmacy, you they have those little uh, informationals. The pharmacy will come right out and say, do you have any questions? Well, can I take this and this? And they'll say yes, or they'll say no, or they'll say go back to your 
primary care doctor, you should not mix alcohol with prescription drugs without checking with your doctor first. If you misuse drugs, quitting is the best way to prevent you uh, from drug overdose. And know that certain ways of taking drugs can be riskier than others. Um, inhaling, injecting drugs may cause them to get to your brain quickly. It also increases your chance of using an amount that can severely harm you. If you feel like you can't quit, talk to your doctor. There are many programs that can help you. That's going to segue to our next uh, bit of information. But I will I will say that um, I got the, a lot of these resources, a lot of this information from Healthline.com. So we say thank you so much for your support of our segment on today. But it says there are many programs that can help you. And I'm going to segue that into what we do at the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration. I always say we literally celebrate recovery from alcohol and substance use disorders. Today was a very heavy topic, um, but we are five months away from celebration. And um, how can you support the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration? I would say to you, um, the information that we say every week, subscribe, leave a comment, and let us know that this um, program is positively impacting you. I am um, thankful for our faithful supporters, those people that are on the journey with us. We are looking, we're looking for you at the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration. Do you know someone or do you know a program that is positively impacting the lives of women on their journey, recovery journey? Send us a comment uh, to share that person's information. What areas are you passionate about? What are you good at? How would you like to make a difference. And so that is what we're asking for you today. What are you passionate about? What are you good at? And how would you like to make the, a difference? Be a part of the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration. Yes, we give awards. We call the ladies. We serve diamonds. We see programs of people that are snatching folks out of the throes of a active addiction, making changes in their lives in the honor of the life of the legacy of my mother, Patricia Ann Strange. She was in the fight and sober until the end. Um, but the Diamond Celebration is our premier event. But we do have a scholarship program that when the women are making changes in their lives and they want to get education, high school equivalency uh, to restart their lives uh, in their careers, we want to have the resources available for them. Yes. We have a program uh, that we want to get into the market that is called Heart Care and Recovery, supporting women with heart diseases like the number uh, uh, contributor to death for women. And so Heart Care and Recovery, helping women on their recovery journey and taking care of themselves. And we do have uh, sober and somber, and we want to get the information out that we can support people when they have had a loved one who has succumbed to a drug overdose. 
So we have programs that are available and that are in the community. And frankly, we cannot do it without you and without your support. So we're asking you to go to our website, www.psdiamondcelebration.com. Leave a comment and say, hey, I want to be a part of what you're doing, serving women. And also make a donation. We cannot. Yes. 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 We cannot do anything without the financial strength. I would say, I would say not to cut you off, but um, I I just want to say thank you, Mom. Thank you for having me be a part. Thank you for starting an organization. I've been working with you for a couple years, and it does not feel like a task. It does not feel like a job. I just genuinely enjoy it. I enjoy um, us being able to work on something together that's important to you. Um, and so I appreciate you for that, and I thank you for having me and being receptive to all the things that I try to do as well. I thank you so much, Essence. I love you uh, for being on this journey with me. Um, we're going to go with our uh, tip for the journey, Galatians 6 and 1. If any man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such as mu- such as one in the spirit of meekness. So we're asking you to come and join the journey until next time. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at the PSDiamondCelebration.com. Until next time.